is actually very, very valuable. You know, if you take your trash out in the mornings when the, the dump trucks come and pick it up, you put it on the sidewalk, and you don't really worry about it because it's trash. It's worthless. There's nothing really any value, value to it. But in Proverbs, um, I think if you can just put that scripture on, in Proverbs 23, I think, yeah, for Proverbs 4, verses 23. Now, this is, this is King Solomon, and the Bible says he was, he was one of the most... He was one of the wisest people that ever lived. And he, he said here, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. There's another one that says, guard our hearts with all diligence. He doesn't say that it's a good idea for us to maybe, you know, if you think about it, maybe, you know, it's, it's maybe a good idea if you, if you could guard your heart. No, he says, guard your heart with all diligence, because it, from it springs the issues of life as well. That's another scripture. It says the issues of life. So there's... There's a lot of emphasis that God puts on our heart. You know, when we, uh, when my heart breaks or when I love, I love out of my heart. Nana, we also spoke about the heart, our heart, that we must bring our heart before God. Why does, it, why does God speak so much about our hearts? Because in our brains, we think and we do stuff, but we feel with our hearts. We are, we are, um, we are not emotional or people without feelings. We are very emotional. Some people are more emotional than other people. Warren is is a good example of somebody that's very emotional. We love you, Warren. Um, and it's good, you know. Um, we feel a lot with our hearts. And that's actually what I want to talk about this morning also, is that God in the Bible says that He, he compares the heart with a garden. And that um, when, the, when the parable, with the parable of so we we're going we're gonna to read about it just now, um, there's different types of soil in our hearts. And the seed that, grow, uh, that, 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 that gets sown, so the seed always stays the same. It's the Word of God. But it depends on the condition of our hearts, whether there's going to be fruit that comes from, from those seeds that's, that's grown. So I just want to quickly read, if you can put that scripture up. Um, the first part is where Jesus speaks to the people, and then he explains the parable. So you guys all know about this. You guys have seen the parable. If you can put it up, Matthew 13. Oh, Matthew. Oh, that, that is Matthew 13's first one. Sorry. So the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that, the, that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And this is where it starts. And then he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seed fell on rocky, uh, rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprung up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose and they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirtyfold. So that, that is all... That is all um, the different types of soils of our heart. So that's, you know, guys, I thought about it because when I was preparing my preacher, I, I asked God, because the whole thing is about how do, we, how do we determine what kind of soil our hearts are? So I've, I've, you know, I asked God and I trusted the Holy Spirit to, to reveal to me certain things. You know, and I think it's when I came into the kingdom, I came, there's two kingdoms. There's a kingdom of light, obviously, that everybody knows. It's the kingdom of God. And then there's the kingdom of darkness, which is the world that we all come out of. So in the kingdom of of darkness, we learn a lot of wrong things with the way we do things, the way that we've been brought up maybe without God. And then when we come into the kingdom of light, God starts showing us truths in His Word. 
And that is almost like plants. That's like the the um, the 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 onkrait. What's onkrait in English? The weeds. Yeah, that's how God shows us the weeds in our life that He, he that that He uproots. There's a scripture. I, I I went through a whole bunch of material on the internet, and I got some very good stuff that I just want to share with you guys, and then I want to expand on that a bit. Um, so just keep those things in mind. So let's quickly read here. It says here. It's time to protect the good things growing in our hearts. In Scripture, the Lord compares your heart to a garden. That's in Jeremiah 31, 12. In one parable, Jesus says, Your heart is like soil. If you plant the right seeds, you will bring forth good fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold, like we read now here in, in, in Matthew. Different people, obviously, will produce different levels of fruit in their lives. Okay, so the seed always is the same. It's the word of God. But the condition of your heart determines how much you produce. Some hearts are hard, stony ground. Some are shallow and, and, and look good for a little while, but don't last. In Matthew 15, 13, Jesus says, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. And that is also if we let him. So if, if we go and we, you know, God doesn't just speak through his word. His word is, is obviously... It's our plumb line. If you're a Christian, that's, that's, where, that's how we measure our life up against, it's against the Word of God. But God doesn't only speak through His Word. I've seen in my life how God speaks through leaders. God speaks um, in community settings. He, sp- he speaks through somebody preaching up here, and you get convicted about a word that's going out. That seed that's gets, that gets sown into hearts, and we have the ability or to reject it, like, or sometimes it gets stolen, you know. It gets stolen by the enemy because... The seed of God is also sown by the Holy Spirit, but there's somebody else that also sows seeds. And that's the enemy. He also plants ideas and wrong mindsets in our, in, our, in our lives. And we have to determine what is good. So there's another scripture in the Bible that says um, we must renew our minds by the washing of the word every day. So it's so important that we read the word daily to, the, to differentiate between what is from God and what is not from God. Okay, let's quickly read on. Yeah, so then it says, your goal should be for the garden of your heart. And I love it that God, that this, this thing says the garden of our hearts. We have a garden to detain, you know. And if you, if you think of a garden, you plant things in a garden. There's things that grows in gardens. Some gardens doesn't look so good. Some gardens look amazing because people tend to the garden. They take time and effort. And that's what God wants to do with our hearts. And if we let him, that he comes and he tends to our hearts. So it says here that um, the garden of your heart uh, to be so healthy that it grows more fruit, it should produce good results so your lifestyle improves and brings glory to God. We are to guard our hearts from, from, from old thoughts, like we read in, in uh, Proverbs 23, uh, Proverbs 4, verses 23. Feelings and behaviors we know have been a problem. Keep or guard your heart with all diligence, for from it springs the issues of life. Protect your heart from the temptations to fall back into your old nature. Uprooting that which God did not plant is critical to protecting the garden of your heart and maintaining a healthy heart. Now, I've also seen, I've been serving God probably now for sure about 12 years that I came to Jostian, and guys, I was, oh, my garden was terrible. I didn't, I didn't even think I had a garden. There was only bushes that was growing there. And God had a real work in, in getting rid of all the stuff in my life. 
But God gave me a scripture. He said, commit your ways to God and he will make straight your path. And he did. Eh? I was a drug addict. Oh, I had so many wrong ideas and so many things in my life that was just bad. But when I came to Jesus in my brokenness and said, Lord, oh, I don't want to be in control of my life anymore. I want you to be in control. Because when I'm in control, everything is just a mess. And when I committed my life to him, he fixed everything. You know, I'm married to an amazing wife. I've got two beautiful kids. And years ago, if somebody would tell me, you're going to get married, you're going to have your own business, I would probably fall, fall off my chair laughing my, myself to, yeah. I would, I would, I would think, you, got, you don't know what you, do you know me? I'm really, really bad. But then, you know, the only good thing in me is Jesus. And that's what I want to, I want to really encourage you guys. It doesn't matter what you, where you are. If, if we really intentionally in growing our hearts, letting God come and show us the, the, um, the onkrate, the, the weeds in our lives, and we are uprooted, that he will replace it with plants that grows, that bears fruit. Because he wants, to, he wants us to bear fruit, guys. It's like in, in John 15, that's also a big theme um, in, in Josh Jin in this for this year, is producing fruit. God is a lot about fruit. He wants us to produce fruit for him. And if we're not vitally connected to Jesus like that, that parable says, where Jesus explains it, he says, if we are not a branch that's connected to the vine, which is Jesus, then how can we ever bear fruit? If, uh, you know, if you take the branch and you, and you break it off, it dies. There's no fruit that grows. Okay. In Mark 4, verses 3, Jesus also says, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. Jesus continues in verse 14 and 15. The sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they, hear, when they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in the hearts. The field represents the heart and the word, the seed. So then it says, it is the seed of God, God's word in your life that makes a fruitful, productive garden. Not the seed of the enemy. That doesn't make for a fruitful and productive garden. Not at all. It's only the seed of God that does that. You may love the Lord, and this is very important. You may love the Lord. However, the important question is, what is going on with the word in your life? We all, I gather, we all love God. But what is going on with that word that has been sown into our hearts? Um, if the word is not big in your heart, but is overshadowed by other issues, then your life will not bear fruit. Your heart must be whole in order for you to have a successful life. And that's very important. You know, if there's issues in your life, and that's, that's, a, that, that's what's so amazing about God's word, that it's, it's, it should be big in our lives. And if there is things that overshadow it, overshadow it, trust God and the Holy Spirit to show us. And then if it's a big thing, go to a leader, go to somebody that can stand and can work and can, can, can walk a path with you to overcome those things, to uproot it. Sometimes, you know, when there's a big tree in a field, I remember um, that movie of Angus Bucken, uh, Faith Like Potatoes. He was standing there. He, got, he came from, um, from Rhodesia back then to Natal, and he, he got this farm, and there was this tree <laughs> that he tried to get out because he needed to plant stuff there. And he hacked on this thing and went mull and crazy, and he, he struggled to get this thing out. And eventually, they had to get a, a tractor with a with a um a chain and everything and they and they eventually got the thing out. And sometimes I feel like you know, sometimes we on our own we, we can't get rid of really deep roots and things in our lives. We need we need help. And that's the thing also what Jesus also said that this 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 path that we walk, this this journey is not a journey that you do on your own. Never guys. That's why he built us into church. We have to do it together. 
Yeah, we, he brings people alongside of us. He brings leaders, guys that, that can. And even if you go through difficulties, hardships, I was like, I was a druggie. I mean, if, if, if I remember it, if I had to go to somebody that's going to help me and that guy never used drugs in his life before, I would, I would say, come on, dude, you don't know what I'm going through. How can you come and tell me now I need to leave these things, but you don't know how difficult it is. So same with somebody that's going through whatever it might be. It, God uses those things when we come into the kingdom to bless the body of Christ. I'm going to go on. Let me, let me go on here. Okay, so um, to have a successful life. People who receive the word and embrace it are good, fertile ground. We need to be honest with ourselves. Are we producing and improving? Are we increasing 30, 60, 100 fold? If we receive the word, you will experience results, positive changes, and, f and, and forward motion. Is there any progress in your, like it's just examples, is there any progress in your marriage or your health? Are you moving forward in your financial giving maybe to the kingdom of God or whatever, whatever other area there might be? Is there, is there no increase or, or improvement? The word is not growing in your heart if there's no improvement. That is not meant to be condemning. This is not meant to be condemning, but to emphasize the importance of recognizing problems in your garden of our hearts. Some, someone sowed some weeds and we have to get, yeah, you know, if, if the enemy comes and he sows those seeds in our hearts that we can see, then like I said, no, no, then sometimes we have to get help to get, to get rid of those things. So if you are honest with yourself, uh, the issues of your heart will come clean. When, we, when, when I was saved, or when, when you were saved, you began to learn, grow, and change. Negative behaviors fell away. So when I, I remember when, when I first got saved, I could refluxes in my truth. I swore a lot and I did a lot of bad things. But as obviously as the word of God and I gave my life to Jesus, those those things start falling away and we start changing. It has to because you can't stay the same. If you if you if you accept Jesus into your life truly and you are you really start following, you have to change. You, you can't stay the same because the Word of God will just convict you of, of, of things. So we have to change. Um, yeah, so the level of productivity depends on the condition of your, of your, of your, um, your heart. What kind of harvest are you expecting? Do you have a barely getting by just enough to pay the bills kind of garden or is it a garden of abundance? So, you know, guys, I, and it's, it's okay because sometimes I'm married now for seven years and there's still areas in my marriage and in my life that, yo, that, that's not bearing the fruit that I would like it to bear. But there's other areas in my life. Me standing up here, it's the second time I'm preaching. And I wanted to say in the beginning, don't hear what I'm saying. Just listen to what God is trying to say because it comes broken through me. But me standing up here preaching is I'm, it's an area of my life that I feel God is leading me in. I'm trying to be fruitful in it. You know, God's going to lead us into areas that's, that's difficult. It's, 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 it's not easy, but to be obedient. And sometimes I felt in the beginning of the year, I felt that there's going to be people that God's going to put his finger on things in their lives because he wants us to be, he wants us to become clean. He wants us to really grow. And, um, He's doing it to me also in a way. And I felt that he's going he's gonna to put his finger on certain areas in people's lives that's really hard and difficult to, to, to look at, to, to overcome. Um, you know, and, and he showed me that there's, there's a parable in the Bible that speaks about um, 
the narrow path and the, and, the, and the broad path. And the broad path, basically, it represents you just acting in your flesh. It's easy. Everybody, it's easy to do the easy, to, to, to choose the easy way out. It's difficult sometimes to choose that hard, difficult path. But Jesus says that is actually the path that leads to life. It's not always the broad and, and, and plot and, and easy way. The difficult and hard way is, the, is, is many times the, the way that leads to life. And I really want to encourage you guys that if the Holy Spirit comes and starts putting his finger on certain areas in your life that you haven't dealt with, that's really hard and difficult. Sometimes you might feel ashamed or whatever. It can be anything. It can be pornography. It can be whatever type of thing. It can be anything. Just be obedient. Because our hearts must be that God will put the seeds that he, grow, that he, that he sows there will grow and it will be productive so that be, there can be a great harvest for him. All right, you guys, still all right? All right. So just wrapping it up. Um, um, a person's heart, where is it now? Sorry. Before a gardener can plant, he must prepare the soil. And that's what I'm actually here for. It's one of two things. Is the, the one thing that I want us to is just to realize that what is the condition of your heart? What is the soil? What is the condition of the soil in your heart? Is there areas that you recognize that you see? Yes, man. In certain areas of my garden, there's the, the soil is tilled and it's good. But in other areas of my garden, there's, there's soil that's not so great. And it needs to be tilled. It needs to be, be worked so that God can um, come and plant. And maybe there's areas in your life, in your garden, that, that you realize that there's, there's weeds. And that we must uproot those weeds and pull those weeds out. And so that God can come and that he can come and do his work. All right. So, yeah.